Allahu Akbar referring to? How do we understand it? Well, there are two levels of understanding of this particular important term that we utter. The first level of understanding, and that is what you find in translations in English, is when people say Allahu Akbar means Allah is the greatest, or Allah is great, or Allah is greater. This is in relation to the concept that when I say Allahu Akbar in my salah, when I say Allahu Akbar in my life, Allah is greater than what? Than my worries. Then he's greater than my concerns. He's greater than my health, than my wealth, than my children, than my job, than my community. Allah is greater than my life. Allah is greater than everything in this existence. Yes. And therefore, that utterance highlights the superiority of the Almighty subhanahu wa ta'ala and the very fact that we submit to this realization, yes, that we are nothing before him and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the owner of all things. He is the sustainer. He is the creator. He is the one who provides. He is the one who takes away. Yes, he is the one that cannot be compared to anything else. That statement of Allahu Akbar in Salah and outside Salah at the first level needs to be understood. In which way? In the notion that imagine when I stand in Salah and I say Allahu Akbar and I enter into prayer and throughout the prayer my mind is thinking I haven't paid the rent for example for this month. And my mind is thinking, I have to finish this job and I have to call this individual. My mind is thinking, what am I going to say to a friend of mine who is not speaking to me because of a conflict that we had? Yes, this Allahu Akbar that I mentioned. What does it mean? It means Allah is greater than all these things. If I say Allahu Akbar, then my mind is worried in Salah about worldly affairs. Then this Allahu Akbar has not penetrated my heart. It is not something that I have understood because Allahu Akbar is mentioned just by tongue. But throughout my mind and my heart, there are many other things that are greater concern. And I am placing them above the Almighty subhanahu wa ta'ala because I am here to speak to Allah. I am here to communicate to Allah. I am here to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not here to think about worldly matters. Not here to divert my attention towards affairs of this world. No doubt. Yes. That's why the recognition from the A'imma alayhum salam is when you stand to say Allahu Akbar in Salah, imagine the following. Imagine you are on the day of Qiyamah and you are standing before the Sirat, the path, yes. On your right is Jannah, on your left is Jahannam and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed the Malaika right in front of you and you are about to be held accountable for your deeds. Yes. The A'imma alayhum salam say enter into prayer by saying Allahu Akbar with this imagined in your mind. Other narration says approach takbiratul ihram and salah as if it is your last prayer. If it was your last prayer, I tell you, you wouldn't be thinking, Ya Allah, when are we going to get the next president? 
Yes, you wouldn't be thinking about anything else. You would be thinking primarily about what? About how to save yourself, how to remember Allah, how to be somebody who is a devout worshiper of the Almighty subhanahu wa ta'ala. No doubt this is of great importance in our lives to appreciate and understand our position when it comes to uttering Allahu Akbar. I remember reading that Alexander the Great one day was passing by. When he was passing by, he passed by in the desert with a huge army and he found a tent, somebody inside the tent. He dismounted from his horse. He came, he entered the tent. He saw an individual sitting there. He said to him, I have come with a huge army and you were not phased by this. You remained in your tent. You did not come out to greet me. You did not come out to say that you are a peaceful individual, yes? You are not afraid that, that I would be hurting you. That man looked at Alexander the Great and said, it is because I was speaking to a being that has a much greater army than yours. Alexander then said to him, very well, I would like you to eat with me. You seem to be an individual who is wise. Please have some food with me. He says, I can't. He said, why? He said, I will only eat with you if you can guarantee me the number of things. He said, what do you want me to guarantee? That tomorrow I will not fall ill, that tomorrow I will have wealth, and that tomorrow I will not die. He said, I cannot guarantee this for myself, let alone for you. He said, then I am speaking to the one who is in control of this and can guarantee me this. This Alexander the Great looked at this man and said, who are you speaking to? He says, my Lord, the Almighty God, yes, he is greater than whatever you comes to your mind, yes. And therefore the realization as far as our lives are concerned is that we have to keep this into perspective. That is the first element that we must be observant of. That God or the Almighty subhanahu wa ta'ala is the greater element of anything in our lives. There is a deeper, much more profound, much more beautiful understanding of Allahu Akbar given to us by a holy six Imam, Imam Ja'far ibn Muhammad ibn al-Sadiq salawatullahi wa salamu alayhi. Once Imam al-Sadiq asked an individual, what does Allahu Akbar mean? That individual said, God is the greatest. Imam al-Sadiq said to him, greater than what? That man said, greater than all of his creation. Imam al-Sadiq says, therefore you are placing him on a scale with his creation. That man was bewildered. He said, then what does Allahu Akbar mean? Imam al-Sadiq says, by your definition, you are comparing the absolute perfect being, the creator with the created. Because by saying God is greater, yes, you are comparing him towards his creation. Imam al-Sadiq says, Allahu Akbar means Allahu Akbar min an yusaf. God is greater than being described. What do we mean? Yes, Imam salam is saying that whatever comes in far as your imagination and whatever you can think of God, God is greater than that. That he cannot be limited. That he cannot be described by you and I except by how he described himself 
and instructed his chosen servants to talk about him. Yes. God is greater than being described. Why? Because the Quran in itself says what? In chapter 6 verse 91, Allah says that the people have not understood Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They have not grasped Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They have not comprehended the majesty, the power, the might of the Lord Allah wa ta'ala. So Allahu Akbar in a deeper meaning means what? It means we are nothing compared to him and that he is our creator. He cannot be compared to the creation.